Hi guys, welcome to the By Maddie Marie podcast. I'm your host, Maddie Marie, obviously. <laughs> Dude, it has been too long. I've been slacking. But we're back. And it's not Tuesday. I'm so sorry. I'm recording this on Thursday night. And it's just going to publish right when I'm finished. So, happy Thursday. Um, I apologize, guys. I've been in a funk. And I really have been creatively stalled. I don't, like, it's like a mental block, you know? And whatever. We're over it. We're back in full force. There will be an episode this coming Tuesday and every Tuesday following. I apologize for the hiatus. However, we have so much to catch up on. One, we need to do a tequila shot together because By Maddie Marie is officially an LLC. That's right. And I did it all by my big girl self, dude. Are you proud of me? Because my brain broke. It was... They were asking me hard questions that I did not know what the answer was. (laughs) But that's okay. We did it. We're in LLC. And to celebrate, I have been working on maybe merch. Should we get some t-shirts? What do you think? Let me know. I will be posting about it soon. I've got a little bit more research to do. But that's super exciting. Um, anyways, moving on, we're not going to spend a ton of time on that because we'll be back. We'll be back to that topic of conversation soon enough. So, what have I seen lately? One, Elemental came out on iTunes. So, go buy it because it's my favorite movie ever. And I have forced Romy to watch it mm, a couple times. So, it's so cute. I love it. I talked about it when I went and saw it in the movie theaters. Literally, I love it. Anyways, I did see Oppenheimer. I haven't seen Barbie yet. I apologize. However, Oppenheimer was 10 out of 10. I watched it in IMAX, which apparently is like, that's how it's supposed to be watched, right? You created it with IMAX cameras. Anyways, it was so good. The cast was amazing. I did not know everyone that was going to be in it. I had really only seen like one or two times the trailer. Um... But it was really good. The showcase of the different time frames during the movie was fantastic. Highly recommend if you haven't seen it. Which, honestly, I live under a rock. So you probably have because it came out, what, like a month ago? Anyways, the next movie I saw was Haunted Mansion. Also 10 out of 10. And this might be a spoiler, so plug your ears if you don't want to hear it. Ghost winks are 100% real. This is literally how... I think ghosts are. This is how I, what I think happens when you die. I think you become a ghost and either you pass through. The way that it was drawn is she drew two Venn diagrams overlapping. And the center part is like you die and either you pass straight through and get to the other bubble. Or you stay in that center that's crossed with both circles. And that's why you're a ghost here. Anyways... I definitely think ghost winks are real. That's when you have like a funny coincidence that reminds you of someone that's passed away. Supposed to be them like watching over you, right? I know like dragonflies are kind of like symbolizing 
a loved one that has passed, something like that, you know, like a fun little coincidence that makes you think of them because they're watching over you. I love it. It literally made me tear up. I thought it was the cutest movie. I hope it's out on Disney Plus, like for Halloween time. I kind of think, this is my conspiracy, I kind of think they released it early in movie theaters because I think it's a Halloween movie, dude. It's Haunted Mansion. Duh. I think they released it early so that they could put it out on Disney Plus or have it like streaming around Halloween. Anyways, whatever. It was really cute. Then a few weeks ago, there was a meteor shower on August 12th. We saw like 30 or 40 meteors, dude. That was so cool. I did get eaten alive by mosquitoes, but I watched them down at my brother's house. He lives in Benjamin. So we were a little bit distanced from the light pollution, but it was so cool. That was such a cool experience. I would love to see it again. Pretty sure it happens. I feel like it happens regularly. Maybe I'm hallucinating. Don't know. Anyways, moving on to what we're listening to. Russ released Santiago uh, last week. I think it's a full week now. And I'm obsessed with it. I love Russ. I've only been able to see him live once. So I cannot wait until I get to see him again. He is literally a genius. Like, if you just go and listen to his music. And he produces and writes and does all of his own shit, which is insane. So just go listen. The Santiago album is so good. The Wind is one of my favorites. I Love You Boy is one of my favorites. Um, Adventure is one of my favorites from this album. So go give it a listen. I thought it was so good. And then I also got to go to the Sam Smith concert last weekend, which was so fun. I got to bring my brother and we were seated in a suite. And I've never done that for a concert before. And it was prime time, dude. The view was fantastic. And I didn't have to deal with people like climbing all over me to get in and out of their seat in the row. 10 out of 10 recommend a suite. Are you joking? Gonna have to figure out how to manage one of those for freaking jazz season. Are you kidding? A blast. Also, Jessie Reyes opened for Sam, and I have loved her for so long. So go listen to her music because Imported, and she also features Black on Imported on one of the versions. So good. Just go give her a listen. Moving on, I'm trying to bust through all the shit we have to catch up on, so I'm talking a million miles a minute. Sorry. Anyways, I have been reading a lot of self-help books recently, right? You know, I'm kind of in my healing era, whatever you want to call it. Anyways, I've been bored. So I switched to For Funsies, kind of was looking for some smut. Uh, Gave that on the DL, (laughs) but I was. And I heard A Court of Thorns and Roses is the vibe. So I read book number one in like a day and a half. I devoured it. It was so good. Um, And now I'm reading it with somebody. So I'm just waiting for him to catch up so that we can move on to the second one. I'm literally stoked. And I'll probably finish the series so damn fast. Um, it was pretty mild. The first book, if you're interested in reading them, the first book was pretty mild in terms of smut. Like, there wasn't really a ton of inappropriate content. Um, but I heard that it gets spicier, like, as you get farther into the series. So, that's good to know. Anyways, last order of business. Actually, second to last order of business. I wanted to share a quote with y'all. 
So this one, we're going to talk about love because I feel like you should say I love you more often. And like the hardest thing is not saying it to people who like it would make uncomfy on the phone, right? Like you hang up the phone and you just want to say, okay, I love you. Bye. Like, why is that not socially acceptable? Because I want to tell every single person I love you. Bye. When we're on the phone, but it's like, you can't, you can't do that because then you'll be seen as like crazy. But like, I feel we should love people more. Obviously you've heard me say this a million times. I think love is taken for granted. Um, but on the same, on the same topic of conversation, does love even exist? Does it? <laughs> because I don't know how to be single, bro. Like, does it exist? Because how do you date? How do you, like, just date around a bunch of different people and not fall in love? And, I mean, I understand how you don't fall in love because I get the ick in four seconds. But does it even exist? Like, are you just looking for someone that, like, is going to be comfy next to you on the couch when you're old? Or do you actually love them? Like, I have a hard time because... <laughs> I just don't trust men, so sometimes I don't think it exists. <laughs> Let me know, though. Does love exist? Are you actually in love, or, like, do you just think you're most compatible with the person you're with? Because I think, like, in terms of relationships, I think love is more about compatibility than it is feeling. But I just am a hopeless romantic, so deep down I really hope that the feeling can trump anything else. In experience, it has not. Whatever. Anyways, the quote I wanted to read you guys is this. You are holding a cup of coffee when someone comes along and bumps into you, making you spill your coffee everywhere. Why did you spill the coffee? You spilled the coffee because there was coffee in your cup. Had there been tea in the cup, you would have spilled the tea. The point is, whatever is inside the cup is what will spill out. Therefore, when life comes along and shakes you up, which will happen, Whatever is inside of you will come out. So it's easy to fake it until you get rattled. And you just have to ask yourself, what's in my cup? When life gets tough, what is going to spill out? Joy, gratefulness, peace, humility, or will anger, bitterness, harsh words, and reactions spill out? You get to choose. And today, let's work on filling our cups with gratitude, forgiveness, joy, words of affirmation, kindness, gentleness and love for other people because you never know when your kind gesture is literally going to save someone's life and trust me my life has been saved by plenty of people who have just offered a loving hand my way so strongly recommend that you start focusing on filling your cup with positive things so that you spill positivity into the world when you're going through shit Anyways, this week, we are talking about quantum leaps, and I'm reading The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People right now, which their version, or his version, I guess it's they, it's multiple people now, their version of quantum leaps is a paradigm shift. So whatever verbiage you want to use to reference this, I totally don't give a shit. I'm going to call it quantum leaping because that's what I like. So quantum leaping is jumping from one reality to another to end up at your desired outcome or mindset. 
Again, that's a paradigm shift. Your paradigm is essentially your perspective on the world. So one thing you need to know is there are endless realities or possibilities or opportunities for you. You have the opportunity to choose every single thing that you do and there are literally infinite choices. You can do whatever the hell you want. I know, mind blowing. This is something that I really actually did have a hard time with. Like I have felt so stuck. Even now, even the last couple weeks that I have been like creatively stumped, I have just felt stuck. And it's like, girl, why are you even worried? (laughs) Why are you even worried about it? Just do it. Action will fuel your motivation to do shit. And it will open up more opportunities. And your choice on action matters. And the bigger the action, the bigger your quantum leap will be. If you are not taking risks, your life is boring. Sorry. Someone's got to say it. Someone has to say it. Because I lived my life so safe for so damn long. And it's time to just like take a risk or two. Big things are coming, I promise. The bigger the action you take, the bigger your quantum leap is going to be. One thing about quantum leaping is you can identity shift. So the way I like to view this is acting like who you... Acting as if you already are who you want to be. Does that make any sense? Was that too many words? Honestly, it doesn't sound like it makes sense in my brain, but (laughs) it did when I wrote it down. Acting like you're already who you want to be, okay? And this goes back to faking it till you make it because confidence truly is a mind game. And you can literally just decide to be confident. You can just look in the mirror and say, I'm hot as shit, and boom, you're hot as shit. So acting like you already are who you want to be literally conditions and trains your brain to just be that way. So there's no reason to not. There's no reason. If you're going to continue to do the same thing and then expect a different outcome, you're crazy. That's the definition of insanity and nothing's going to change. Your life will remain a revolving door that you quite literally cannot escape until you decide to do something different. Like mm, slowing down and stepping out the freaking door hole. Anyways... If you want to get to the next level, you have to do something next level. So you'll never excel. This piggybacks on the last statement. You'll never excel if you continue to do the same things. You have to take risks and you have to step outside of your comfort zone. Nothing changes inside your comfort zone. You just stay comfy. And that's a coping mechanism. I understand that because I was stuck in that loop for three too many years. Um... You just have to break the pattern. And it's really just a conscious act of self-awareness choosing to act on the fact that you now know you're stuck in your comfort zone. Like, I know I've been self-sabotaging myself because obviously I want to have a podcast and I want to do shit with it. So why am I not recording podcast episodes? Because I'm insecure. Because I'm worried. Because I don't want to let myself down, right? Because I want to reach my goals and I'm too scared. If I try and I fail, that I'll be disappointed. Well, duh, bro. If you don't even try, you're not even going to do it. You cannot. It's impossible. You will miss 100% of the shots you don't take. 
So you need to start stepping outside of your comfort zone. Actually, just plan it. Write out your goal. Write down five things you have to do to get there. Then write action steps in between each five thing. And boom, soon enough, you're at your goal. Um, one thing about quantum leaps is, again, it's like a paradigm shift, which is your perspective. So your perspective is your most powerful tool. You can design your reality in your head. Like I said, you literally can fake it till you make it. So you can design the reality that you want in your brain while simultaneously creating it physically. Okay. So for my example, being stuck on not recording my podcast episode, the end goal is to record and publish a podcast episode every week, right? So the reality is that, and the simultaneously creating that is physically recording them and publishing them, planning them, writing them out, creating the blog post, doing all the stuff, you know? And action is really what's gonna drive a paradigm shift. And I mean, you do have to be mentally there. Obviously, I, f okay, pause. I fully support the delusional Delulu trend on TikTok right now. I'm ready to enter my Delulu era. However, you kind of have to not. <laughs> you have to be, you have to understand that reality is there no matter how delusional you're going to get. Be delusional in your goals, dude. 10x them. Times by 10, how far can you go? Because if you don't 10x your goals, you're hardly even going to reach what you want. If you do 10x your goals, you'll surpass it because your goal is so much bigger. So you truly have to just change your perspective. And this also goes along with the quote that I shared um, a few minutes ago. Your perspective, you have every bit of power in your being to create a positive perspective. I have been stuck because I see all this stuff on social media of enter your villain era, you know, hot single girl era where you're a freaking menace. I cannot comprehend it, bro. Like my brain, I just want to be happy and nice all the time. Sometimes it bites me in the ass. But so far, it's doing just fine. So have a positive perspective. There's no reason to be negative. There's no reason to bring negativity into the world. Just be nice. More opportunities will come your way if you're nice. A lot of quantum leaping is about healing your inner child. Um, because you have, in order to paradigm shift, again, you have to be self-aware. And you have to understand that certain things certain concepts, certain paradigms are just so deeply instilled in your brain that it's like you've been conditioned to be how you are, right? You grow up in a certain household. You hold similar political beliefs to your parents. You hold similar education to your parents. You talk the same way. You just act the same way because you were conditioned that way. You grew up around that, right? It's normal, but sometimes it's not for the best. Sometimes there's a whole hell of a lot of trauma that you got to unpack. And you have to be willing to unpack it. There was a point in my life where I wasn't. And I was a menace, bro. I was rough. And life was just hard. 
Life was just hard. It does not get better until you consciously decide to make it better. And bro, now we're living. Now we're thriving. And we're past our mental block of creativity. Celebrate with me, okay? It's Thirsty Thursday. Anyways, self-awareness is necessary. That's the moral of the story. So you need to start analyzing your habits. You need to start analyzing your thought patterns, your unconscious beliefs about life, about money, about yourself, about family, about friends. And you cannot change what you don't know. Right? You can't. It's as simple as that. Everyone knows it. So if you want to change, you truly have to audit your whole life. I'm a list girly. So I have like a bajillion lists in my phone. And I make pros and cons lists about everything. I make them about people, bro. And if I'm making a pros and cons list about you, you're gone. Okay? If you have to even make a list about someone, there's enough cons to write them off. I'm sorry. You shouldn't have to. You can do whatever you want. And if you're actively choosing to improve, hopefully what you want is going to make the world a better place and it's going to make you a better person. And quantum leaping is a badass way to do it, dude. Change your whole freaking reality and stop settling. There's no reason to settle. Fake it till you make it. Audit your reality and life will be good. Promise. The next thing we're going to talk about is some hard pills to swallow that tie into quantum leaping. Because if you can't swallow these, you're probably not going to do it. The first one is you're the creator of any reality that you live. I have encountered... My fair share of victims. And if you have a victim mindset, you're icky. Okay? We're going to leave it at that. You're the reality creator. Your perspective is your reality. Obviously, you're not going to see eye to eye with everyone because their reality, their perspective could be different than yours. That is fine. Everyone is self-made. I had this quote in my kitchen a little bit ago, and it's been one of my favorites. Everyone is self-made, and you usually only hear the successful admit it. People who feel like failures don't want to admit that they're the cause of their own failures. People who are lazy are going to blame their genetics, are going to blame their parents, are going to blame their job, are going to blame their lack of sleep. Bruh, who got the job? Who's choosing to latch on to what your parents told you? Who's choosing to not get up off your ass and do something about it? You are the creator of your reality. Stop blaming everybody. And that was something I struggled with. That's why I was not single sooner. Because I blamed my circumstances. Well, if XYZ was different, then things would be better wrong just do it you create your reality you have to actually create it stop living like a victim and create exactly what you want there there is no reason you should not have everything you want in life and i'm telling you 10x your goals and you'll get more than you could even imagine the next hard pill to swallow is I'm a strong believer in this. This might be controversial. Some people might disagree. But I think everything happens for a reason. And if it's meant to be, it'll either be or it'll come back. 
Because also, the second part's a little iffy. Some things might come back, but they might not be meant to be. So take that with a grain of salt. However, I do believe that if it's meant to be, it'll be. And one quote, so when I was in high school, I moved out before my senior year. And one of the people I lived with told us Mina has stuck by my side. Thank you, Ash. Shout out to you. This is literally my favorite quote ever. It has gotten me through every part of my life since then. And that is if it is not good, it is not over. Simple. Simple, cut and dry. If it is not good, if you are not happy, it's not over. There will be a light at the end of the tunnel. And everything happens for a reason, right? I had a shitty relationship. Bro, I have my daughter. That is literally the best thing in my life. And it could not have happened without the decisions being made that were. So I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for it. I've been asked actually quite a lot. Well, what do you regret? Nothing. I don't regret a single thing about it. I really don't. That I've made mistakes. I will fully own up to the mistakes that I've made. But I cannot regret them. Because they have got me to where I am. And I am at the light at the end of the tunnel. I'm happy now. And if you're not, you will be. Don't give up. Smile through the pain, bro. The next hard pill to swallow is your best and worst asset is your mindset. Talked about this a million times. Your mindset will make or break your success. If you're not advocating for yourself, not a single other person will. Because you need to advocate yourself because other people will advocate for you when they see that you're strong enough to do it for yourself. If you are weak, people are going to play into that. They're going to use your disadvantages to boost them higher. People are calculated. People are mischievous. People are rude. People do what they want to succeed. So start doing what you want to succeed. Your mindset will make or break it. Tearing yourself down is going to set yourself up for failure. So this is another ode to positivity because I'm the positivity bitch apparently. And I know some of y'all are sick of it. I know. I know. However, I'm never going to stop. Kill them with kindness, babe. Kill yourself with kindness. Start doing your positive affirmations. Change your mindset. Because once you have that paradigm shift, the rest of them are going to be so damn easy, dude. So your best and worst asset is your mindset. The next hard pill to swallow is the trajectory of your life is based off of your daily habits and changing your daily habits first is absolutely necessary for quantum leaping. You are not going to alter your entire reality without changing every single little thing that you do. If you are busy scrolling TikTok for most of the time, if you... For example, I have somehow shifted into being healthy. Can you imagine? If last year me looked at this year me, she'd be freaking baffled. I go to the gym and I eat better. Bro, it's crazy. <laughs> Anyways, those are daily habits that I have to change. And bro, they've changed. They have changed. And... It's amazing. It's amazing what can happen when you really focus on the little things. I've done a lot of research about doing things for my body 
and being healthier and what I should consume and what I should do to work out and the cadence of all of those things and the supplements you should take, the sleep you should get. I've tried to be better this year and I think I'm doing decent. We're not there yet, but we're getting there. And you truly have to change the minute things that you're doing. You have to advocate in your brain. And one thing that, I think this was Leo. Leo Skeppy said this on an episode he released recently. If you think of something to do that needs to get done, for example, doing the dishes, putting stuff away, cleaning up your house, just small tasks that could be done quickly, just do it right then. Just do it immediately. Because if you tell yourself, oh, I'll get to it later, later comes and you don't want to do it. And then it still goes undone. So the next time you look and you have dishes in your sink, just do them. Because you're telling yourself, oh, those should probably be done. Yeah, dude, who's going to do them? You, the dishes aren't going to do themselves. So every time you see something to do, just do it. And truly, you just have to adjust the minor habits and routines. I'm a big routine girly. I'm sure y'all know that by now. If you've listened to previous episodes, I know you know it by now. Start curating a solid morning routine. Your nighttime routine starts with your freaking morning routine, bro. So be cautious with what you do in the morning. I'm a strong advocate of getting up at 5 a.m. I love it. I love my early morning schedule. Don't get on your phone. Okay, I know you've heard me say this a million times. I don't even know why I do this every episode, but I'm passionate about it. Okay, go read the 5 a.m. club and maybe you'll be passionate about it too. (laughs) Changed my life. Anyways, don't get on your phone for the first hour. Stretch, read, journal, practice your affirmations, practice your gratitude, do something to educate yourself. You will feel freaking amazing. I promise. Moral of the story, change your habits to change your life. Start with the most minute things like your morning routine, like not getting on your phone for 10 minutes. If you can't do an hour, if you can't do two hours, do 10 minutes and then boom, work your way up. Last one, not everyone wants what's best for you and not everything will work out for you. Let it sink in. Not everyone wants what's best for you. That's hard for me because I'm a people pleaser. So I tend to want the best for people. And I have been taken advantage of plenty of times. So people really are calculated. And I'm not saying everybody. I'm not saying everyone's like this. But you have to just be cautious with the people you're allowing into your life. Because a lot of the time, people will have ulterior motives. People want to serve themselves. People have their own pleasures to fulfill that they like to fulfill themselves. Right? They're not doing everything for you. You are not the first thing in someone else's mind. Fun fact, people's favorite words, anyone's favorite word, their name, bro. Their name. Everyone is so much more concerned with themselves than they are you. I've talked about this a few times because a lot of us are so ultra hyper-focused on our outward appearance because we're like, oh, so-and-so will recognize. Bruh, they won't. They probably won't. You're worried about the pimple on your face. People are worried about their own damn pimples. Stop freaking out. Not everyone wants what's best for you. Some people want to see you fail. 
And you truly just have to be able to discern who your people are and who the people who want to see you fail are. And trust me, there are people for you. I was told this for so long that no one would love me, that no one would want me, that no one would support me. I have never been more supported in my life than now, than when I decided to stop believing in that bullshit. So there are people for you, just not everyone. And you need to just be careful with your, with your friends, with your friends, with your inner circle, and make sure you're being cautious. And not everything will work out for you, and that's fine. Some things, again, everything that's meant to be will be. Some things that you want are just not meant for you, and something better is coming, okay? You just have to learn when it's time to let people and ideas go, and you just have to stop entertaining the things that are not meant for you. So I hope you learned something from all of those ramblings because there was a lot of tangents, but it's good to be back. I missed y'all. I'm excited for, so this is coming out Thursday night, 9.30 p.m. Uh, There will be an episode on Tuesday. I'll make it happen. And every Tuesday following, guys, I'm sorry. Please forgive me and I'll see you on Tuesday. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week for more of the By Maddie Marie podcast. As always, please drop a five-star review and all my socials and my blog are linked in the description. I'll talk to you guys next week and have the best Taco Tuesday.